What's up, everybody? This is the R&B Show Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Rachel. And why doesn't Rachel go before? It's R&B. So why I, I should say, I'm Rachel and... I'm Brian. Exactly, because it R goes... Uh, is it because I'm a woman? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it's interesting you brought up the fact of being a woman. Uh, in our Let's Talk About It um, episode, we talked about you know a lot of race issues and... You know, Rachel, I want to hear your perspective because I know what I've dealt with racially. And have you ever been discriminated against as a as a white woman or where you've experienced people treating you different because you're white? Like, yes. Um, And I like I had mentioned before, like, it's hard for me to even say yes or I fear even saying yes, because somebody's always had it worse or I haven't experienced it like this person or like this person or or I'm not black so I don't understand. And so do I even have the right to say yes? Do I even have the right to say, well, yeah, I've been discriminatory, dis- discriminated against, discriminated against, you know? Um, so let me ask you this, like we, we've had multiple conversations, of course we're married, but I remember you talking about playing high school basketball and being like, what, you were one of, Two white people Maybe on a three. Team. Maybe three, yeah. And there has to be some... I mean, there are cultural differences. People are oh, way yeah. different. Like, how how did... Like, what's an incident where you were like, man, I, I'm treated this way because I'm white? Oh, all the time. And, and then yeah. how did it affect you? Um, towards... Because it was two seasons like that. Um, and actually, I didn't even finish out my last season because you, it got so bad. You quit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of just the racial differences and feeling really hated and disliked. And I wasn't good enough. I I didn't play ball good enough. I didn't, um, if I messed up, I was immediately attacked or, you know, whatever. And, And yeah, could it be just you messed up and you just didn't play well? You know, well, I've been playing ball since I was... So let me me ask you this, and this is like a legit question. Where are you starting? Uh, My senior year, I started, yes. Okay, so that was the year that ended early? Or my junior year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so you, the skills were there, or... I actually got on my, I was varsity my sophomore year. Okay, so the skills were there. Were things said to you directly? Was it, like, names being called? Like, how were you discriminated against? Because what color was your coach? Your coach was black, white? No, she was white. So you had a white white lady. Oh, an old, (laughs) old white lady was your coach. So, like... What was an incident where you were like, okay, I'm being... When, when did you first know it's like, I'm getting singled out because I'm white? Well, it was, you know, segregation on the bus, uh, conversations. You know, I was not included in conversations. And it wasn't just me. You know, it, it was, you know, we kind of talk about natural segregation. But, you know, it, in the sense of, you know, snap judgments and what you, you know, fully see, um, you know, and it would be me and these three, you know, white women and then, you know, all the black women. But it, it, I think, I think looking back on it now, I think there's such a cultural divide that sometimes we don't know how to interact with each other. I think we don't know how to communicate with each other. Um, Like I've talked with you before, you know, being an interracial couple and meeting your friends. We talked about what are some concerns about that. And and I was a little bit nervous to, to explain that, but where I grew up, it's like, 
and this is going to sound bad. I hope everybody kind of laughs at this and say that's bad, but it was a real fear of mine. We all have real fears, you know, and was, am I going to be able to understand the conversation? Am I going to be able to be a part of the conversation, whether it's how the conversation is happening, you know, how the language is, or even the content of the language? Am I going to be able to relate? Am I going to be able to be a part of this? Or am I going to feel like the outsider because I don't know how to communicate? And so I think like that, looking back on, I think that that was part of it. But as a high school student, feeling the hatred, I, I, I can't, I can't say that I remember specific words being said to me, even though like in my head, like right now as we're talking about it, I remember two instances on the basketball court during practice that I left just in tears because it was so bad. Um, I don't remember words that were exactly said to me, but it... Do you think it was more like a a silent tension is sometimes the loudest? uh, it, It was a lot of silent tension. Like you didn't get the ball. Like I didn't get past the ball. I didn't get, you know, you had... Now I know that that happens in basketball. White black purple it don't matter like it it happens you know you got people that are better than the other people you know whatever but like i was the three-point shooter i was the one that hey give rachel balls you know but like it was it started being well i don't know or she's not good enough or she you know whatever like that tension was there because you had you had the camaraderie the camaraderie of the women who are black on the team versus, you know, there was only one or two of us who were white that played at a time on year five squad team on the floor at a time, you know? And yeah. so there was a camaraderie amongst the others. Yeah. And that's interesting because as a team, you think a team would come together no matter what color you are. Yeah. Cause there's been so many instances where, you know, you have players sit down because the players better, but they may have a racist coach. But in your instance, you were on the floor, you were good enough to play in your coach's view, but you had people who were pitted against you for whatever reason. And, and unfortunately, I, what I had against me was my own personal issues of, am I good enough? And so as the tension built more and more and the expectation, like I had to start proving myself because these people, you know, like I, it was one of these, like, am I good enough? You know, like when people plight against you or you don't feel like you're good enough it's it's you you okay now I gotta prove myself and if I don't prove myself for me it was it's harder the anxiety builds for me so therefore I start performing worse because now I'm on a performance I can't just play ball I'm now now I have to perform in order to be accepted in order to play ball right so in, in that instance where you where you have this stuff going on did it have lingering effects did it did it have effect to where you, you maybe didn't want to interact with black people or black women later on in life? Did it affect you in how you chose friendships and how you, I guess, view black people? Like, like, cause I look at the situation, we all have a certain amount of PTSD from things that have happened to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I talked about how, because interaction I've had with police, sometimes I get more yeah. anxiety. Like, did it have a lasting effect? with you after that i personally for me i'm gonna say yes and no (laughs) and the reason i say that is because i've always feared being um racist and i like for me i'm i'm a white woman so just because i'm white 
I can't, if I show any sort of dislike or anger or anything, no matter what the cause, I'm going to be deemed racist. racist. And so I was so fearful of that. But like growing up, I mean, my, I, most of my friends were of a different nationality. And I'm not just talking about black. I'm talking about Filipino and uh, Mexican and, you know, um, um, Chinese. Like I've, I had, I, w- I didn't grow up in a predominantly white community. Yeah. Um, and my schools were not predominantly white. You know, I had a really, really good friend on my softball team when I was in the, when I was 10 or 11. And her name was Tamara. And she was the only black girl on our team because we played in a really rich neighborhood. She did not live in that really rich neighborhood. She lived closer to where I lived. And we were really, really good friends. And I was, you know, and so like, she was my, I would say she was probably my first um, quote unquote black friend, like close friend where we spent the night at each other's houses and that sort of thing. But I also didn't have just white friends either. Like I had, you know, and so, um, I guess for me, then when I, you know, in middle school, because I was more, I feel like I was more culturally aware because of where I lived and the different um, friends that I had growing up, I was an includer. I always wanted to include. I always wanted to think the best. I always, you know, it didn't matter to me. And so... So you understood the difference between just straight out people are being in high school and yeah. this is this is yeah. different because, well, because I have because I've been around people of different backgrounds for me. Yeah. And I can understand hatred for what it yeah. is. Yeah. And like I mean, my best friend also in high school and then boyfriend and then best friend was a black dude. Yeah. And um and literally if you talk about anybody in high school, they know Mario and Rachel. You know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. And so like it wasn't that I I knew I wasn't racist. I knew I didn't have this thing, but at the same time, because I was dealing with this thing in basketball, it was, can I even say anything that I'm feeling this way? Because am I gonna be deemed as racist? And so anyway, so going off of that, like did it have lasting effects? I realized that there can be, that's the first time I felt real tension between races and between and feeling you know, kind of set apart or not included because I'm white. Um, but moving on from that, I feel like I am just way more intentional on making sure that it it doesn't happen. But I did become more aware of some of the animosity that can be there and yeah. some of the hatred that can be there. What do you think is your sole reason for not carrying it? Because, you know, some people have one racial interaction that's tough or two or three and they just carry this. I don't think the fear ever leaves anybody. Um, I honestly think it's my fear of being deemed as racist. Yeah, but like what keeps you still like you treat humans like humans. It it doesn't come down to like a snap judgment like what we talked about and then it stays there. What do you think? you do or what why is your reasoning for just saying okay even though this one incident happened to me i'm still gonna push through and treat a human like a human um i think it's one my exposure i think i had more positive exposures than negative exposures and i think that's just because i pushed through and made them happen 
I think I pushed through what was uncomfortable. Because, I mean, I'll be honest. I remember my first time going to Tamara's house. I used to have panic attacks as kids going over to other people's houses. No matter what color they are or whatever. You know, like I had a friend down the road that literally she lived down the street from me. And I woke up at 1 o'clock in the morning and ran home. And she was... You know, it was a white family that, you know, whatever. It's just it's something that happens to me when I'm in a situation where I feel uncomfortable. I get panic attacks. And I remember going to Tamara's house and I was, you know, 10, 11. And her house was very different than mine. There was different things. There was different, you know, it, I felt like I walked into a different culture because I did, yeah. you know. But yeah. I had this semi-panic attack of being in this place, was it unsafe? No. Did I feel unsafe? No, but it was something that I react when I'm in a place that isn't comfortable or I don't know how to relate or what's it gonna be like, you know, all these things, but I pushed through it. I didn't run home, I didn't call mom, I didn't whatever, because like for some reason, and I'm not sure where this got picked up for me, to be honest with you, I was always fearful, like I always want to make sure that I'm pushing past those fears that divide races and it doesn't matter if it's doesn't matter what race it is to be you honest with you extend that to gender as well because you know certain, certain times women are pitted against each other or it's, I feel like it's a lot easier for women to just judge other women yeah and 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 that the women factor is different and that the it's funny that you mentioned that you know because as you asked me that question it's like automatically there is a little bit of um, almost like this protective, you know, kind of bulk up my chest, you know, or whatever, put my high heels on when I'm dealing with another woman. You know, you've got to kind of, yeah. it don't matter what race you are. That's crazy. Because you think it would be easier to, to look at another woman and say, you know what, I want to empower this person. Which we I should wanna, be doing. I want to, you know, stand beside her instead of like, oh, let me put my high heels on so I stand up above her. Like, that's crazy you even said high heels and that. To me, that's very interesting. But I know men, like, I don't know. I'm an alpha male, so I don't really, like, get intimidated by other men. I never really... Because for men, it's so I feel like for men, we have an easy way out. Like, even if you're uncomfortable around another male because of, like, whatever, race or whatever, it's always sports and weather. Yeah. Those are the two things. Like, oh, did you see the game the other day? Oh, yeah. Good game. And, like, it, it gives, like, almost an icebreaker, but... For women, no. You have successful women in what the world deems as successful. Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm serious. But, like... Do you have a job? Are you a CEO? Are you a this? Are you Who a that? Who does your hair? Who does your hair? You know, <laughs> how much do you spend on your hair? Do you yeah. have your nails done? Or then you have, you know, which again, I'm I'm not looking down or judging, you know, but I'm talking about through the world's eyes, you have single mothers who have to work two jobs or you have women who are stay-at-home moms who that's what they their job is and their career is raising their children. But there's one society makes snap judgments and women make snap judgments. Some women want to work. They don't want their children to affect their career. They're going to put those kids in daycare. Other women, wow. no, that's my sole priority. But it we we play against each other so much and that's why it, it and it's sad when the race car gets thrown into it because I think it goes beyond race. I think it race makes it worse 
in situations, but I you think, think you think race is the scapegoat. Sometimes you think race is a scapegoat for what really like a deeper rooted issue that pits women against each other. Yeah, and I think women have been against each other for 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 years and years and years and years. And I and I think it it literally, as we have talked about before, you know, men put women against each other. We do. You know. Well, we just love to rank women. There you go. <laughs> just period. Like she's a nine. She's a ten. She's a two and a half. You know, and so I, I, and it happens and it happens and, and like we discussed as well, you know, you've got women that, um, women have been oppressed in general as a gender. And then you have blacks who have been oppressed. So then you have black women, you know what I mean? And so it's, it's hard because you have two, two groups that have been oppressed women black women but why are they two groups they're two they're two they're groups two groups of the same kind of the same kind yeah but yet nuts. but yet they're different because society looks at them different yeah. or has or does or whatever and so automatically you know the mindset is well i've had it worse it's been tougher for me or it's been this it's been this or you know it's you can't even though it, it, it's kind of like okay you, you think of someone who's um been through a trauma and they s- explain your trauma their trauma to you yeah well that's not as bad as this and you tell me your trauma why do we do that why and do i've we? even found myself mm-hmm. doing that somebody's like oh i tripped and twisted my ankle i'm like i got a motorcycle motorcycle accident a month ago and it's like why did i feel like i needed to overshadow that person but that's what we do as humans unfortunately for whatever reason that's a whole nother topic but now you so now let's take women you know you got women in general and then you have you know black women and white women you you, if you want to go ahead and segregate it that way you have two people that have both felt some sort of oppression for who they are, and now we're going to take it a step further. Well, wait a second. We're going to split. Now we're going to split one more because we're also, I feel like, in an era where there's some people we got to find offense we got to find offense we got to find well this person did me more wrong than this person this person did me wrong you know or whatever but the thing is like okay sorry (laughs) let me say this real quick because this is something that is bothers me because especially with like all these racial issues that are happening today i automatically go to individualism that that's like my i'm i'm an individualist i like to look at the individual everybody's situation is different you can't say this person's worse off than this person or this person's better than this person like i'm or this trauma is worse than that trauma whatever and so we've got all these racial issues happening and then we have all the um gender issues and lbgtq issues and all this stuff and in my head i'm sitting here thinking of what about the natives that have been oppressed for years and are put on this piece of land in the middle of nowhere saying survive oh but the government gave you something in the middle of nowhere good luck getting the a real job or getting here getting there or what about you know um the japanese and the whole japanese internment camps and different things like that like i automatically go to well we 
can we just like come together and say we've all experienced some form of prejudice and we all like you we so we try to categorize and we try to make our situations worse than somebody else to say that I deserve this or I deserve that or look what's happened to me and it's like can we just say that we we all are trying to get through this life and we've all dealt with things and it it does no good for anybody to compare stories or compare who's worse than who. So just listen to the story and try to empathize. And and let's like let's see the broader picture. Let's see, you know, like it's everybody everybody has dealt with some sort of prejudice, some sort of against me maybe it hasn't been more than you know maybe i i have not dealt with racism more than you've dealt with racism i haven't but well yeah that doesn't make my story more valuable than your story because at the end of the day what or even you, you but, as a person or me yeah, as a person or, right but you know? like it doesn't change our value as human beings but also too is what happened to you was very real what happened to me was very real and there's effects and lasting effects from that no matter you know how educated we are how much we're like okay this happened to me but i'm not gonna allow it to change how i interact and treat other people it's still traumatic yeah but we gotta dive into this woman thing like i'm so interested in hearing why (laughs) women are pitted against each other and even what's my role in it too because maybe i do something as a male that uh encourages it or even like i have a daughter like i like i may be saying things to her or explaining things to her in a way that would put her against other females and i don't want that to happen um so thank you guys so much for listening to the r&b show podcast tell us what you think hit us up on social media um instagram uh r&b show podcast and we would love to hear your thoughts and we're just going to keep it coming so um and now, since I have to change my intro to Rachel and Brian <laughs> Show podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. We love you and appreciate you. Uh, share this, send this to someone, start the conversation, have the conversation, be the conversation. But most important, let's love each other and live our best lives. Thank you so much. And we'll be chatting with you soon.